Hello everyone and welcome to the Cosmic Closet Podcast. Joining me today is my co-host, I have Jacob. It's your boy. <laughs> and we are back. We are on a whole other level now with this podcast. We are now on almost every podcast streaming platform. Oh yeah, we got uh, Blaine to think. He's been on this stuff like a fly on shite. <laughs> We're trying to uh, expand a little. So, yeah, make sure to hit the subscribe and follow us on everything else. But we're back this week, and Jacob has a little segment for us to kick off the show. But then we'll dive into Bohemian Grove. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the segment is simply, uh, how was your week, Blaine? How was your weekend? How are you? Oh, well, uh, I'm doing good. Uh, weather's been nice. I got went to a grad party. Uh, it mm. is the season of weddings and graduations, so I'm sure everyone else can relate to this. And gay pride. Oh, yeah, that just kicked off. <laughs> well. Now, how uh, was your weekend? It was good. I spent some spent like six hours with my co-workers last night i saw detective pikachu Ooh. and uh it was all right i was okay we saw it at 11 and i was trying to enjoy it but i was so tired i almost slept in the movie yeah so <laughs> i don't know if i'd see it a second time either like it's the kind of movie where you see it once you've seen it a thousand times no reason to go back on like Endgame, which is currently seventy-five million dollars away from beating Avatar. Oh, come on, everyone, get out Watch there and see Endgame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it was basically just another movie with the Pokemon skin on it. That's really it. And now they have Sonic coming out to try and beat it. Oh God! Pretty soon, I, I do... every video game will have a movie attached to it. Dude, Sonic is gonna be like. It's going to be so... Everyone's going to see it just to hate it. Yeah. It's going to make gonna mo- it's gonna make so much money. And then the, the sequel is going to have, oh, Sonic 2 with Knuckles. <laughs> you know how that's going to go. It's probably going to be an after credit scene where all the... So Sonic is an alien now, I guess. There's going to be an after credit scene where their freaking spaceship crash lands and Knuckles and Tails crawl out. Dead. oh yeah uh what what, what, you wanted to do something what we saw on the internet this week one thing that was weird yeah um i'm trying to think i i think the most bizarre thing i saw this week was a a piggy bank that was someone's mouth what and it was like it was so realistic looking, but it was like covered in, it was like plastic, you know? Right. Now, uh, uh, it's like a soft material, and but it had like hard teeth. It had like, it's so off-putting. And you can like open the mouth and like the skin actually moved with it. And you put money in this? Yeah, just like coins. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. I don't have a visual for you right now, but, um. Something bizarre happened today, actually. Uh, my mom started watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with me. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, my condolences. 
Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I started it on midway through part two, where they just meet Santana, the Pillar Man. And uh, how can you not just fall in love with the show after seeing something like that? Uh, I can think of a lot of ways. Yeah, you first you have to start with watching it, Blake. <laughs> first you have to start with giving it a chance. Alright, well, uh, luckily for the audience, this is not about the anime today. Okay. Alright. <laughs> well, what was, what's your entry? What, for, my, for the internet? Yeah. I saw a tweet today that was not weird, but it was funny, and I retweeted it. It said, imagine... Mankind, once we unlock the other 98% of milk. Because <laughs> we only use 2% <laughs> milk. <laughs> it's fucking funny. Like, everyone knew, knows it's a meme, but yeah. it's an original meme. I haven't heard of that before. Yeah, that, that that's a clever joke. Clever joke. Yeah. Speaking of Twitter, if you don't mind, uh, like I mentioned before, it is Gay Pride Month, and... If you're if you're homosexual, or or whatever you identify as, uh, that's great and all. But if, if you're a sheep to companies cashing in on your sexuality, uh, open your mind just a little bit more. That's all, that's my PSA for the week. Wow. All these companies are coming out of the woodwork saying, "Oh, we support you." Where where's that support for the rest of the year? I don't get into that shit, man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, I might just get off Twitter for this whole month because they're no offense to like like functional individuals. Let's just cop off this. I don't want to even get into it. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> uh, speaking of hopping off of the topic, we're hopping into now uh, more creepier topic but jacob doesn't think it's creepy no it actually uh, yeah but he means uh, okay. grove the things i said earlier if you want to talk about it in the comments go right ahead i'll just say that if you want to talk about it we can talk Listen, uh, no, hey. <laughs> i'm just saying so we got bohemian grove this week that we've been hyping up and we mentioned it in episode 10 way back when briefly and jacob and i were intrigued and we've been kind of shifting more into the darker side of things, paranormal, conspiracy. So we thought, let's just can talk about this some more. Dedicate a whole episode to it. Mm. So for everyone that doesn't know, the Bohemian Grove is essentially a campground in California that's about 2,700 acres. And it's restricted from public access because it's privately owned by the Bohemian Club. And Jacob, you researched a little bit about that Bohemian Club, and it's basically an all-male organization, right? Mm-hmm. It was founded in 1872, and until, er, on 1878, they started having these camps uh, during the summer. Uh, it started out uh, with a bunch of actors and artists just, you know, having fun. On a weekend, but later on, it uh, grew into something I don't think they even thought possible. Right. It, every year, more and more people started showing up. I think the first camp alone had a hundred people, hundred Bohemians as they're called, and eventually they grew so big they started 
pulling in funding. They bought more land, and then businessmen from San Francisco came in and actually bought the club itself. And the original members they kept as entertainment for the new members. There were a lot of musicians and artists originally, <laughs> and they kept them around to perform during the camp campouts. It's kind of uh, See, messed up. I imagine the original uh, meetings, you know, before they were before they sold out, right? Uh, as like raves in the woods. Yeah, it, it started like EDM out with, raves. Yeah, exactly. That's how it started out with alcohol. They had Japanese lanterns at the very first event, and they just sat in the woods to send off a buddy. Henry Edwards was his name. He was moving to New York to become an actor, and they wanted to send him off. So they had just a huge party in the redwoods. That's so cool. That's so cool, dude. It's like a bunch of bros just, just living it saying up. goodbye. It's club shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so everything that we're going to talk about today is either research or personal accounts but basically it's believed that the grove has held members like richard nixon ronald reagan jeb bush um but it's also been the ground zero for maybe the talks of the manhattan project which led to mm. the atomic bomb being developed that and, is probably the weirdest anecdote to me yeah, like imagine you're just sitting in the redwoods and someone's like, "Hey, let's blow up <laughs> something with a bomb." Yeah, let's. Oh man, they're a bunch of scientists too, weren't they? I'm sure some of them were. But uh, yeah, so that's what we're gonna be talking about. And like Jacob said, it's been around since what eighteen? The club's been around since 1872. The Grove itself started in 1878. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's uh basically these days it's considered a almost like an Illuminati type meeting where right. all the richest and most powerful people in the just the U.S. Right? No, they have, there's people outside the country too that come in. Really? Okay, yeah. there's just gotta be men. Well, uh, I think all so. across the world then, yeah. um, where they discuss and do other occult things that we will hop into soon but yeah people normally fear the words bohemian grove when it I fear. enters their minds but uh i don't know it has a has a beautiful history <laughs> what <laughs> when, when it was when it was founded yeah the original part did and then they slowly grew larger and now they're completely under wraps there's private security that guards it all year round the grove but l let's get into the membership itself so like we said earlier there's no no female has ever been given full membership status in it's you know long running time and it's uh it's kind of weird uh they've only been, had four women that have been designated as honorary members and even then they can only walk around one building yeah, and they had to be so powerful. Like, I think one of them was uh, the Queen of England, right? Uh, they had Queen, supposedly, as a guest. I don't know if she was an honorary member, but... They uh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, these four, I can't remember their names. They're online if you want to look them up, like if anyone wants to look them up. But yeah, uh, basically, even to this day, if, let's say, Jeb Bush wants to take his wife for the annual camp out, which happens every July. So if you guys want us to go, comment below. We'll try to sneak in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get a, we'll get a press pass. 
<laughs> if Jeb Bush wants his wife to come, she and any of the kids, if they're minors, they have to leave by 10 p.m. every night. They can't even stay the night. So weird. Yeah, that's that's bizarre. What are they hiding? I'm not sure. I, I read a Reddit comment, or a Reddit post maybe, someone who claims to have been there. Right. Uh, Bohemian Group, I think he was just an employee. Because yeah. they, like, they have to have security and stuff like that, servers. So this guy, uh, someone asked if there were prostitutes there. And he wasn't even sure, but there were some uh, female servers who were a little friendlier and older right. to some of the uh, members. So who knows? Maybe the women aren't allowed because uh, the men will do whatever they want. It's believable. I think I read something similar where a girl was working there over the summer and she said that as a server, they would mark on the line red tape in certain areas and, that, and she couldn't cross the tape because it was, that was where the men only areas were. God. <laughs> like um, the, in 2000s. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, you bring up uh, female employees. She was lucky to even get a job because um, they had to fight this in court. Yes, yes. The Supreme Court. To uh, have women employees. Yeah, they took it all the way to the state supreme court in 1984 after appealing it, and it was defeated. They were defeated, so the club started hiring female employees 84, 85 for their summer retreats. And so, really, that's not that long ago. What was it? 30 years? Over a little bit over 30 years ago? Oh, I thought you said 1884. No, Dang. 1984 was when they started hiring female employees. It's been all wow. men ever since then. That's crazy. But yeah, uh, going into the members, no members have been politicians or, yeah, here you go, notable figures from foreign countries. Hmm. This has included Dick Cheney, who's from the U.S., Donald Rumsfeld, Clint Eastwood, Jeb Bush, Richard Nixon, and Ronald Reagan. Oh, it also says here, uh, Hirohiko Araki. Oh, who's that? <laughs> it's the author of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, yeah. So that I, and then I kind of wanted to get into the piece that I read from that girl. She said she recalled a time of Jeb Bush asking for a milkshake, and he later freaked out when he was told they could not make him one at the time because they were making other desserts, and he kept yelling at this girl, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> Just, uh, I can't imagine Jeb Bush being like that. Yeah, I mean, think of all these people, but think about the the atmosphere. There's no press. There's no paparazzi. It's they're off the grid. They could say whatever they want. Man, they've got some demons. Oh yeah, well, it's <laughs> not even a, loose. It's not even like a vacation. You go to the beach and you could still see a camera or two on you. But this is like they enter a whole new dimension. They go into the <laughs> woods and they're a pocket gone. They pocket just, universe. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. So, and she also confirmed the theater. She said men cross-dress to play both roles, since obviously they don't want women involved too much. Mm. And she wrote that most of the time the actors were highly intoxicated and the it ruined the production because they didn't even know how to act. <laughs> it's basically our podcast in live action. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're currently cross-dressing right now, too. 
It's Pride Month. <laughs> so yeah, they they said no phones were on the ground. This is what she said. She witnessed a member get their phone snatched and smashed on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so basically the Bohemian Grove. This is what I'm saying right now. Is a hideaway for very powerful or influential inv- individuals, a place you know, where I, they actually, can go crazy. The more I think about it, like I'm kind of I'm kind of glad for them. You know what? They, they it's not every day they get to be away from a camera. Imagine living a life like that. You and I could just hang out and have a fire, and uh, we're all good. Yeah, but it's just kind of the the means. Like, why wouldn't they just all go to their mansion? You know, all link up there and just take phones at the door. Why do they need to go into the woods? Uh, not hire because they're because they're because they're stuck in their mansions anyway all the time. They want to, you know get in touch with nature that's true that's true good point but i just came up with that all i know is that <laughs> okay. but then okay but i don't know the credibility of this article i will give that disclaimer this could have been written by jeb bush or anyone but i think that it would make sense because it would be a popular summer job there's no way there aren't people involved that are civilians. There has to be servers that are, you know, normal people, uh, busters, mm. maybe, you know, the AV equipment for the theater. There's probably guys that know that, technicians. Yeah. So there are people that know what the hell is going on. They they probably have to sign contracts, though, to never oh, speak I'm sure. about it. And like, they, they definitely and don't have phones. I think that's because, like, they just want to talk like normal human beings, but people take it the wrong way and assume they're doing shady things. Right. I mean, both are possible, but I just think about it. I th- I try, I try thinking like that. I wouldn't want people repeating my conversations. Yeah. Private conversations. Well, and then the whole, so we'll get into that later. I was going to mention the Alex Jones thing, mm. but, uh, yeah. So basically the Grove itself is tucked away. It's all private land. Like we said, it's got private security all around, and it's right next to an artificial lake. And what's really sparked the speculation is the cremation of care, which I think if you think of Bohemian Grove, that's what comes to mind. Right. So essentially, it's one of the theater plays that's supposed to kick off each summer event. And 20 years ago, a little over, Alex Jones snuck in on the Bohemian Grove grounds and he recorded the cremation of care. And it was a little disturbing. It, was, it had a cult he, feeling to it. Yeah, he claims there was, like, human sacrifice or goat sacrifice. Yeah, he thinks that there was a sacrifice. He thinks that it's it's a kind of just a... It's not what it seems like as far as other plays would go. It's more spiritual right. or demonic to him. Was... Okay... I didn't want to watch the documentary because, you know, it was an hour long, two hours almost. <laughs> so I want to ask you if you saw it, if, um, if you caught the, the goat on camera, like, is no, it, a, it, it was 20 thing? years ago. It was a shaky camera. You could see people moving across the stage. They held something up, but I mean, it's all what we got is what we got. It's pretty grainy. The fo- the foot the footage yeah, yeah. itself. I mean, knowing Alex Jones now, these days, I wouldn't put it past him to just make that uh, sacri- sacrifice thing up. Well, yeah, but then 
so a lot of people did like ask, oh, did you doctor the footage or did you fake this? But he asked that politician, and this is on episode ten. If anyone wants to listen, we have the episode with the oh, interview yeah. up there. He he ambushed this politician. And was like, are you part of Bohemian Grove? Are you part of Bohemian Grove? And he says, I have no idea what you're talking about. But then he's like, hey, I'm the one that snuck on there. And the politician like rages. He like flips all of a sudden. He's like, you took an oath. You took an oath before you got on that ground. Those grounds. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> So, yeah, right. that, that confirms it. And there are clips. If you just type in on YouTube or even Google politicians about Bohemian Grove, there's interviews. They, they've asked Bill Clinton about it. They've asked. It's it's nuts. So. I think they just want uh, attention away from it. Because eventually you'll have more Alex Jones type people just sneaking in and then you lose all the, uh, the secrecy. Right. Like, uh, eventually, you know, they'll just, it'll be... They'll go back to having press around them again. I'm not saying from like a conspiracy theory point of view. I'm saying like they just don't want people to think about it. And I get like, if it was a retreat, I get that. And maybe it is. But so the cremation of care, that's just the weirdest part. Uh, I'm trying to find something It's weird, but... Yeah, right here. The ceremony <laughs> takes place in front of the Owl Shrine. The moss and lichen-covered statue simula simulates a rock formation, but holds electrical and audio equipment within it. Uh, they they also the burn it. Yeah. Wait, what? They also burn a giant uh, owl effigy. Yeah, yep. Imagine how cool that'd be to do. I don't know. It's... it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, as a normal person, this stuff would be something I'd like to do. Like, But they're not normal. Stuff. We're talking about world leaders go to this. Like, can you imagine if... Why do they have to act any different than normal people? I don't even think normal people would want to do this. I wouldn't want Burning to see this play. Burning dude? This is the kind of stuff you want to do in, like, Skyrim. This is, this is where I'd be getting the keys to leave. I'd be like, alright, guys. You guys have fun with that. I get home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if they're chanting stuff while it's <laughs> happening. But just imagine burning one and just staring at it and just awe. I mean, yeah, we're pyros ourselves, but there's a difference between a bonfire and a a 40-foot owl burning in the middle of the redwoods of California. They shouldn't even be allowed to burn there. They don't even have water in California. <laughs> <laughs> That's a forest fire hazard. <laughs> wait, wait, were we, talking, yeah, were we talking about that? Is that illegal? Ooh, uh... Private property, I guess. I don't know. Do do fires happen in the redwood forest? Oh, I feel like they're sure. so big and wide, like it'd be hard to burn one down. And their branches are pretty high too. It could happen. But then also, House of Cards know. talked about. They, no, they actually had an uh, episode opening at Bohemian Grove. He was there walking around talking to politicians. But That's uh, sick. it's. It's an interesting organization, and the actual... Did you ever read this, the motto of the club? Uh, no, I didn't. It's called... Weaving spiders come not here, and it implies that outside concerns and business deals are to be left outside. They only okay. discuss what they wanted to talk about in the actual club. They can't talk about politics, they can't talk about any business deals they want to do with each other. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, I think the one thing that weirds me out 
is they have um, a patron saint for the club. That's not the weird part. The weird part is uh, he's the saint because St. John of Nepomuk uh, was killed by a bohemian monarch. And yeah, like, why is he their patron saint? He's like, they worship him for like wisdom right. and, and honor. <laughs> but he was killed by a bohemian uh, because he didn't want to tell secrets about the queen. What the hell? So I don't know why they would... Okay, I guess it's kind of like Roman Catholics. They killed Jesus and then now it's... What's now the they own the religion. Is, do they, is it like involved in the actual organization or do they just choose this? Uh, they probably don't have like prayers and stuff for him, but he's just their patron saint. I don't know how deep they get into it. Right. I actually have the Alex Jones interview clip if you want to play that. The audio. Uh, sure. I'm not going to hear it, though. Oh. <laughs> They'll hear it. Here, I'll play it right now. That's inappropriate form of journalism. This is what's called ambush journalism, and I disrespect you for that as well. So thank you, you and goodbye. you ever been in the ritual? That's none of your damn business. Oh. Listen. Oh. Listen. You go around and, and make understandings with people and violate them. You, you ambush people on the streets, and that's, that's an inappropriate form of journalism. If you wish to practice that, that's fine, but don't ask others to respect you for it. If you, want to, you, you can do it. You're a free American like anything you want. If you want to be uncivil and rude and ungentlemanly, that's up to you. But don't expect the rest well, of us to say, oh, well, you're there, Mr. Gergen. I'm sorry. Nobody says policy in there. We try to be gentlemen, and obviously you don't belong there. Weaving spiders come out here? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is so a... Weaving spiders come right here. He's like, you, you're making policies while you're in there. He's like, we don't do any business in there. That's yeah, <laughs> what we were just talking about. Yeah, no, he completely ambushed this guy, and the guy got pissed. Uh, I mean, hmm. it's real. There's no denying now that it's real. It's a real event that happens. Yeah. Uh, it's just what the hell is going on behind the gates. And I've heard that the Secret Service has been known to protect it, if there's high-level people there. So, it's it's crazy. Imagine just being a fly on the wall. I kind of I kind of really want to work there now. <laughs> Apply there? Well, that's what that one article said. It's the best job in Marin County or Menino County. Look where it is. <laughs> Monterio. Uh... They said it's the best, it's the highest paying summer job because, I mean, they're all, they can all afford it. It's owned by San Francisco businessmen. Huh. But, uh, you put that on an application? Like, hey, Buster at Bohemian Grove, Bohemian Club. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine future employers. <laughs> I don't know if they would, like, even get it. They'd be like, you're, you're messing with me, right? <laughs> They're like, no, I actually gave Jeb Bush a milkshake. <laughs> and uh, he yelled at me when I couldn't get it to him fast enough. It's it's just, uh, I think, uh, and I'm sure, I wonder if, I'm sure things like this happen in other countries. Secret meetings where they go off, get off the grid. So we should, okay, after this happens in July, we should, like, pay really close attention to all the world leaders and see how they act. Oh, yeah. 
see if see if they're like see if they're different in some way, like more relaxed or like North Korea you know? just joins the South afterwards. They just it's just peace. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jong Un attends. How would Kim Jong Un go to the Bohemian Club? <laughs> he's in it, what dude. I bet he's in Everyone it. Everyone would know about that. They would know of his presence. Like, no way. Kim Jong-un just flew into the U.S. Where is he doing? Where is he going? No one knows. He's just in a cabin with a sun shirt, a hat, <laughs> a little Long Island in his lap. Oh, my God. You're right, though. So let's say, uh, let's look at August and see how everyone's acting. Because it says mid-July for two weeks. So I'm thinking mid-July to the end of July is this little camp out. Roast some weenies. <laughs> But roast some weenies, burn some effigies, say some chants. The huge, <laughs> the normal. I think it is uh, interesting though because all these politicians. I mean, they go home, they turn on the TV, they're all over the TVs most of the time. So I'm sure it is nice for them to go somewhere and unplug. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, th- I think I think people will just. Okay, let me get this straight. I do not trust like a lot of politicians you know of course or businesses or you know but still as a human being i have to emphasize with empath empathize with them and, and how they want to just be uh be like another human being and have a private life yeah i think yeah i mean when you put it like that of course no one's gonna say oh yeah they don't deserve a two-week retreat to just unplug but i think people are too quick to judge them they let their distrust of them get in the, in the way no i think it's and they'll i think it's too secretive is the problem imagine oh, okay. if there was a bohemian club twitter and you saw jeb bush you saw you know i don't know Dick Cheney on a table and they, they put it on social media they're drinking Long Island together like hey just got to the Bohemian Club hanging out that's not secret anymore exactly like but everyone would be like oh yeah they're just they're just guys being guys no if that was on Twitter the whole <laughs> comment section would be full oh, there'd be so many replies saying like get back to work yeah get back to work what the hell are you doing having a Long Island with a Democrat True. So maybe they have to be secretive, but then what about the theater and the, the that whole is, no women? That's where it gets a little weird. Yeah, the yeah. no women, too. Like, women have... Women want to have a secret life, too. But that is why they made the... Uh, oh, yeah, what's it called? This. Belizean Club? Belizean 100 years Club. later, yeah. Yeah, 100 years later, they got sick of not having their own club. And, uh... They started their own. Uh, let's just keep it on Bohemian Grove. I didn't really look into it. <laughs> no, but it is fascinating. I mean, yeah, this isn't the only club that's like this, but this is the largest. This is the most known. Because if you have 2,700 acres of private land that is monitored 24-7, 365 by private ex-military, there's some shit that they're trying to hide. And it's got sensors, they said. There's uh, motion-sensing cameras on trees. Gates. There's only a select few gates that go in and out. So, mm. 
but you could argue it's like any other event that has world leaders or popular figures. I mean, of course, they want to protect them. Yeah. I also, you know, they probably do some weird fetish things, too, that they really <laughs> don't want getting out. Maybe. Well, I mean, like, fuck, no, I, I bet. I bet women aren't allowed unless you're a prostitute, and they just do whatever they want with, you know, you can pay for anything like that. And uh, imagine possible. if, yeah, imagine if like TMZ or Alex Jones snuck in and was able to catch something like that. It'd be horrible. It'd be career suicide. I think Alex Jones should sneak in again for like an anniversary of when he first snuck in like a 30 year anniversary <laughs> or just fly a drone over what if they're like wanted posters of him in the in the like in the woods oh just i'm like sure it's, all it's across space the trees. somewhere in there poster of him he's in their their lore <laughs> they have like a a prayer saying like please god do not let alex jones plague us <laughs> Repent, <laughs> repel Alex <laughs> Jones. What if they have a play where they like kill Alex Jones? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's Satan. Yeah. Okay, we're getting off track. <laughs> probably hitting him where it hurts. This is probably all true for them. <laughs> but okay, but what if there was no Alex Jones on this earth and he didn't blow this up? We wouldn't know this is going on. And and power to them. That's that's exactly what they want, man. Yeah, that's what they want, but that's fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's like I would say hate... all of our professors ever at the end of every semester, they get together and they say, "Hey, no no students allowed. We're just going to go off into these woods for two weeks. Uh, highly secured. Blue, uh, you know, there's all kinds of <laughs> police surrounding it. Uh, but, yeah. And they just they just go in there, and we're just supposed to... I don't know. Professors are a little different, though. Okay, imagine, as a world leader, what it's like for them on just a massive scale. They probably look at, like, other world leaders like it's a high school class. Oh, yeah. Of course. I mean... I, I don't know, man. All right, so it's, it's a power it's figure. To, like, That's I guess. Like, there's so much power that these people have that we're trusting them to go off into the woods to what happened one time, to develop a bomb is what came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. So what's, know, what's stopping think, them from I, saying, hey, we should just, you know, let's invest more in AI and just kill the human race. <laughs> okay, well, I think, let's think about this. Maybe the Manhattan Project, like, maybe there are just a bunch of scientists just talking about a project they were passionate about, and other people were like, well, what the fuck? What, what are you talking about? Bombs? <laughs> and, like, that's how it became a thing? Like, they're just, you know, talking about things in their lives. You know, there's a war going on. Uh, <laughs> I got an idea for a cool bomb. <laughs> but the, the point of the motto of the club is don't bring the business in. So they already violated their own motto. But, okay, there's scientists, though. Imagine, like, 
a politician saying like we should make a bomb to win this war that would be against true. it true <sighs> it's um it's really fascinating i think i have the list of the people that were at the manhattan project bomb discussion yeah those attending this meeting included Ernest Lawrence, J. Robert Oppenheimer, the S-1 executive committee heads, the presidents of Harvard, Yale, and Princeton, along with represent representatives of Standard Oil and General Electric, and various military officials. Okay, yeah, that's pretty uh, political. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then there was a recording of Richard Nixon, former president, uh, in 1971. He said that the Bohemian Grove is basically something weird. The weirdest thing that he could imagine is what he basically said. Hmm. And, uh, there was another famous quote where it said anyone, uh, something with, it's easier to become president of the United States than become the head of the Bohemian Club is what they said. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Dude, that, that's kind of like where I was going with the, uh, it's like a high school class to them. They want to be in like this pocket dimension. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's like, they have it like, oh, it's so crazy to me. It's like, uh, it's like, like a class reunion. Yeah, imagine like a British prime minister running against like a u.s politician to be the the head of the bohemian club it's crazy it's, it's nuts dude oh my lord uh, uh i think the closest i've been thinking for a little bit i think the closest example to a bohemian grove meeting would be a theaters like a high school theater groups uh party before the their last <laughs> show i've heard some weird shit happens really yeah between in theater groups troops i i don't know what's your what do you call it a high school theater club i don't think it's a club yeah, anyway troop, maybe, yeah. all the yeah all the theater kids they meet up and i've heard i've heard a lot of weird stuff but and they never really talk about it. You have to be like one on one with someone and be like, you just have to wait for them to bring it up. Like, you know what happened? It's like uh, Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> they don't talk about it. They keep it between themselves or just try to forget what happened. Yeah, I mean, it's almost too crazy to believe that something like this exists, but I just found some more quotes. Alex Jones produced a Dark Secrets Inside Bohemian Grove documentary, and he, he described it as a satanic ritual, the cremation of K. But someone else said it was just an overgrown frat party. <laughs> That's what I imagined it like, <laughs> the frat party thing. It's, it, yeah, I'm sure there's drinks, there's probably music, but the cremation of K is what really gets me. I'm hoping that's just a club tradition. I hope they don't, like, gain powers from that. Okay, um, look... <laughs> what? Look, they, they describe it in the club as an exercising of the demon, capital D, what? to ensure the success of the ensuing two weeks. So, it's like a ceremony it's to... Like getting purified? Yeah, and it kind of has to be demonic if they want to, you know, portray... Because this it was used to be a play, so they're portraying something happening, and 
So they needed to have some demon figure to be exercised in the show. Hmm. Or so they say. I mean, they could be lying about stuff like that. It's just fascinating. Um, and it's it's attracted some crazies, I've also read. Uh, the last known kind of attempt to sneak in after Alex Jones did it. Uh, so in 2002, Richard McCaslin nighttime infiltrated the grove where he set several fires. He was heavily armed and he wore a skull what? mask with an outfit that said Phantom Patriot written across his chest. <laughs> <laughs> no Bohemian Club members were present at the time. <laughs> he was late. <laughs> Showed up, no one was there. He's like, I'm just going to set some fires. <laughs> But, like, what the hell? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I've been pretty wishy-washy about it. Like, we don't know the entire truth, so I'm just trying to think from both sides. Right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so, they also have a, an event during this two week during these two weeks that's called Lakeside Talks, which is a daily speaking series on public policy issues, and according to this, it says, speakers have been known to be entertainers, professors, astronauts, business leaders, cabinet officers, CIA directors, future presidents, and former presidents. It's like a Damn. New World's conference. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a conference. But you just well, stay in that the same place. Is that's oh man i what if uh, i hope i become a successful enough person to actually get in you just get an invite in the mail or how do you get into this a little email bohemian club at gmail <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you probably have to talk to some You'd probably have to rise the ranks you know meet some people and then eventually find a known member how do you and break that to someone you want to invite? Up. Like, hey, man, you want to come out into the woods for two weeks? No wives. Don't bring your wife, please. You want to come out into the woods for two weeks? <laughs> Just uh, okay. I think, I think a more powerful enough person to even consider wanting to join, they would know what it is, and like, True. especially being powerful enough, they probably hear stuff about it anyway. And then you'd be like, you you think I could come? You think you could show me around? At least be a guest this time? Yeah. Because, like, you can't have guests. Yeah, yeah, you can. The guests have to be out by 10 p.m., too. It's literally like, you yeah, know, it's like a this is like It's like pledges. I, yeah, dude. <laughs> I gotta do this. I won't be able to talk about it on the podcast, so you're, though. So you're gonna get into the Bohemian Grove. You're gonna go to Egypt. It's, you gotta, you got a lot going on, dude. You're gonna be at the center of everything. <laughs> or you'll go to Egypt, take that knowledge with you to the Grove, and warn them, and you, you, you're in the Illuminati then. Dude, you're giving me, like, a lot of hope. <laughs> I'm loving it. You shouldn't want to be a part of this. I'm going to whistleblow you to Alex Jones. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you fuck. But, uh, yeah, everyone, uh, this is the Bohemian Grove, um basically just a yearly two-week excursion where famous politicians and businessmen 
Go out in the woods. Drink and discuss in secrecy. Surrounded by private ex-military officials. Security. Personally, I think... I think it's a pretty neat concept. And if we try to have an op- a more understanding and open mind, we can probably rationalize all the weird stuff people talk about. <laughs> let's get someone, let's get a club member on. <laughs> That's what we'll do. We'll try to ask. I mean, okay. A club member won't talk about it, but we could probably get like an employee or. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's think a little smaller. Or like a disgruntled guest. <laughs> Jeb. Jeb Bush. <laughs> Didn't get my milkshake, so I'm on the Cosmic Closet podcast now. Yes, I'll tell you screw everything. that club. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make a damn milkshake in time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, everyone, we'll try to get an employee on. Former employee. But that was the Bohemian Grove in a snippet. It's been 45 minutes. We could have talked about that all day. Dang. Any uh, wrapping up show announcements? Uh, announcements? So we mentioned we're on all other platforms. That includes you know, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yep, Anchor, Stitcher. Stitcher. I think the last uh, part of our conquest is Spotify. Yeah, once we get there, we're, we're everywhere. You'll soon be seeing us on your billboards in your cities. Yeah, dude, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> branch out like never before. Uh, but we're also on Twitter. Uh, we've been gaining some followers on that, so follow us on Twitter. We do show updates. That's how you get the news. Uh, we do polls, and that's where we are. Yeah, we take suggestions. Anything, anything you guys want to talk about, really? Yes. And we're also, we just announced a summer podcaster series starting June 21st. We will have podcasters on to discuss the show and the community that they have with their experiences. And we're going to try and uh, speak into the genres of the other shows. Uh, but yeah, we'll also be doing our normal could... episodes in addition to that. Yeah, maybe we could uh, bring some, you know, uh, ideas along with it. Like, yes. ask him paranormal experiences. Ghost stories. We'll, we'll ask him, yeah, we'll ask him, you know, hey, you, do you think the moon landing was real? <laughs> <laughs> Just out of nowhere. <laughs> Listen, I know you got a show about murders, but uh, do you think we really went to the moon? Do you have any theories about 9-11? Do you think the Earth is flat or round? <laughs> Are your kids vaccinated, by the way? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't have kids. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I was like, imagine them saying that. Yeah, I know. I'd be like, oh, man. Well, one day you will. <laughs> will you vaccinate them? Oh, but, yeah. Good, good. So it'll be a little bit of a mix of our show, our humor, and their show, and their maybe humor. It's hard to be as funny as us. <laughs> Everyone's got a sense of humor. You're listening to the number one podcast, everyone, and this has been The What, Jacob? The Cosmic Closet Podcast. And we will see you next weekend. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, follow. We'll see you. And God bless. God bless you.